1: You are listening to the Testudo Times Podcast
0: Network.
2: I think this weekend, Dabo Sweeney is given. Call saying, hey buddy, guess what? You're fucked. We're in.
1: Strap in, baby. It's Tilted Bench. You know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look, <laughs> You're damn right. We're having a good day. It's Tilted Bench, baby. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Andrew Terrell, live from Portland, Oregon, ex-All-American bench player. Full-time podcaster. Talk to him, Trent.
2: Yeah, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. I'm Nick Stewart. You didn't see me on the other bench last year, but you sure as hell saw me at the
1: bar. Hang on, Trent, before you get too excited. We got to let the people know exactly what they're getting themselves into for debauchery is imminent. So give them a rundown of what they're looking at each week.
2: Fair enough. Once a week, every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we release an episode. We'll be talking all sorts of stuff from Maryland basketball, college basketball, to NFL, college football, everything in between. We'll be giving you a taste of pretty much everything.
1: Yeah, we want you guys to realize we got special guests too. It's not just going to be Train and I sitting up here. We got Jake Layman, Kevin Herter. You guys know them. And then we got a guy named Ryan Klein. Look him up. He went crazy against Tennessee last year, along with others throughout the entire episode series. That's not it though. We want to get you guys as involved as possible. If you guys got something to say, you want to be on the show, call in. DM us on at, at Tilted Bench Instagram, and let's go back and forth for a little bit.
2: Yeah, so we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear, see your DMs. We want to see you guys tell us we suck, see what we can do better and improve on. But that's not it. Andrew and I, if we're being honest, we're pretty degenerate sports bettors. It's disgusting. So we'll be releasing those picks on social media once a week. We'll give you our lock of the week. We'll be giving you a wager between Andrew and myself. Things are going to get pretty crazy. Uh, Loser of those wagers are going to have to place a $500 bet on the spread of the others choosing. Things are going to get pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, and and that spread can be pretty much anything. Big Train was talking about he bet Korean tennis last week, which I didn't know was a thing. However, he did it. He liked it. He won money. So, de facto, I like what it was. We can do pretty much anything. We we enjoy betting, and we'll just make friendly wagers each week. Before we start, I want to give you guys the reason why Big Train is on this podcast. As Maryland Hoop fans, I know some of you guys, probably most of you guys, have no clue who the hell he is. He's always been down to ride for the boys. He's a huge Terp fan. Let's take him back 2016 Assembly Hall Train. Let him know what the hell happened.
2: Yeah, 2016 Assembly Hall, Big Ten Championship on the line. Terps are in town. I'm an IU student at the time, sitting behind the bench, got all my Maryland gear on. I'm getting chirped at left and right. People's grandmas are yelling at me, I don't know what's going on. I look over at the student section. Some kid's really eyeing me down, telling me to go fuck myself. I get over there, I get in his face. Next thing I know, I'm getting taken out by security. Apparently, I told this kid his parents hated him, and that was after I knocked him out. I'm not allowed back in assembly. I don't really know what happened. Kind of a blur. I love the Terps. I'm ready to rock. National championship or
1: bust. Yeah, I completely agree with you there, Big Train. National championship or bust. It definitely helps that the Big Ten is kind of sliding their cops against asphalt. <laughs> 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 Maybe I can't say that, but <laughs>
2: dude, that would be next level. We'd probably never be allowed to give another episode again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just don't see the Big Ten being able to to hold up with God. to hold up with Maryland, especially at home. I think they're one of the best teams in the country.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to come down to one thing and one thing only, and that's going to be coaching. They have the talent, they got the guys to make it far. It's Turgeon's What about coaching? Bar this year, what about? I, I just don't. I don't know if Turgeon's a top ten coach. I don't think. I don't know if he has what it takes to take a team to the Final Four and to get it done. I don't know if he does.
1: Well, he is a top 10 coach. He has the number seven team in the country right now. So how, how would he not be a top 10 coach? Like,
2: So you're saying Cal is a top 10 coach? Because his team's number one and they just lost to Evansville. I think if Durgin can clean up his offense, they might have a chance. It looks no, no, like no. A no.
1: I get all that. What would make him not a top 10 coach? If he look has the 20, number seven team in the country, how is he not the top 10 coach?
2: Look at the past. You've had a top 10 team. They didn't make it past the Sweet Sixteen.
1: Twins we lost to Kansas. We lost to the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. Well, I
2: truly think that Maryland, with the right coach that year, would have won it all. And that's with... just how I feel about it. I don't think his offense was good. His subbing style was poor. I just don't think he's got it what it takes. I Whoa. think this is going to be. That's I think crazy. this is going to be the year where Maryland decides if he stays and makes people dance, or if he's out. And and we will see. I hope to God. They dance, and I hope to God that they win the national championship. He can
1: recruit a top seven team in the country. He's a top seven coach. In college, recruiting is coaching. That's all it is. Penny Hardway, you think that dude's a good coach? Do you? Uh, Why? I think he's all right, yeah. Why?
2: I think he'll show. I, th- I think he'll Why? show. Why? Because,
1: he because, because he has recruits.
2: He started in high school and made it up to the college level. I know his name helped him with that, but because still. Because he
1: has recruits. That's coaching. That's a part of of it.
2: At at the end of the day, these guys get paid the big bucks. And it matters how their style of play affects their players on the court. And I think Turgeon has struggled with that the past couple years. He hasn't really known what to do with the talent he's had. And I'm hoping that this year he can change that. He knows how these guys play. He coached most of them last year. We will see. I'm
1: just not sure yet. And I
2: hope he proves me wrong.
1: I went to a Sweet 16... I went to the round of 32. I've been to the tournament three out of four years. And
2: you've played for him. That's fine. I haven't played for him. That's how I feel about it. And that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, if, okay, let's come down to the end of the season. Michigan State, Maryland, maybe those are the two battling for the Big Ten championship. Who's out coaching?
1: Izzo? is a top five coach. Name somebody that's not a top 25 coach that would out him, so to say. Who?
2: I, I can't right now because the Big Ten's pretty poor.
1: Well, if you look at who we lost to in the tournament each year, we lose to Xavier, who their coach is now at Louisville, and they have a top ten team. You have Kansas, Bill Self, top five coach, and then you have round of thirty two. You had the LSU NBA G League team. They had they had eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of players. They bought their team. You can't even put that in the same category. That,
2: well, I think. I- I think it's going to just come down to plain and simple. We'll see this year. I mean, they've got games like what? They play Seton Hall. They, they play Michigan State, so we're going to see what happens there. I mean, Michigan State and Seton Hall are even playing this week.
1: But what no you, Miles I mean, Powell. No Miles Powell.
2: I mean, I know it was released earlier this week. Their players think that Kevin Willard's one of the best coaches yeah. in the NCAA. He is good. They think, yeah, and they've got a seven foot three boy, Ike. I mean.
1: He is ginormous, he's people. Huge. He's ginormous. He's, he's huge. He is going to be a test for sticks. Like, there is no question about that. When they play, I don't know if that guy can guard the pick and pop, but if Jalen doesn't start shooting the ball better, I don't know if he'll have to.
2: The only thing I hope is that neither of them play like Matt Harms because I hate that dude. He's the worst seven-footer ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, Matt Harms, I mean, you you are, I've got a whiteboard in front of me. You are marked on it as public enemy number one. Uh, there's absolutely no one in the Big Ten I can't stand more than you. So figure it out. Yeah,
2: I mean, I couldn't agree more. He's ugly, plain and simple, and I got nothing else to say about it. I hope they don't play like arms, plain and simple. Yeah. I don't know.
1: However, going back to the Seton Hall-Michigan State game, I actually do think that's a game to watch, especially for Maryland, because I don't think Miles Powell will be back, maybe even the, the entire year, off of how serious, I guess, the the ankle injury is. And without, the, without him, I think I think Cassius and the boys roll them.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see if Seton Hall can, can get it done this week just because and they still got guys like Quincy McKnight, and we mentioned Ike earlier. And obviously Cassius Winston's going through some things right now. Lost yeah. his brother. Yeah. Tough. I mean, going into any game after losing a family member, he could have 60, he could have five. I don't know. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it's going to be an interesting situation. Yeah. And it will be a true test Seton Hall I mean I mean, think it'll,
1: it'll be a true test for both especially they're playing at Seaton Hall so it'll be a true test for both I'll tell you what we played Seton Hall last year those boys they know how to to make a game ghetto I mean that in the way of they are run and gun I'm tougher than you every loose ball's mine your crowd doesn't scare me your players don't scare me nothing scares me Quincy McKnight is is fucking crazy He went through the handshake line, and usually when you win, it's like, ah, great game. He was, like, letting people know that he was coming to their mom's house eating her cooking that night. The dude's wild. You know, and then you got Miles Powell, who was, Miles Powell was 300 pounds. Then he worked his way back down to, like, 220. He's That I mean, that dude's a stud. Hopefully he plays. I would love to see him and Anthony go at it again. Uh, He was an
2: All-American, plain and simple. I think so, too. Tough loss for Seton Hall. I hope he comes back, but we'll see. I think that's going to be a true test for Michigan State, true test for Maryland. Kevin Willard, he's embodied this culture there at Seton Hall. I think it's it's going to be some something interesting to watch this year, and we'll see if they can come back from this injury. Losing a player like that, you can't really come back from. And Agreed. I hope.
1: Now, we got Maryland. Maryland plays Oakland, where Oakland doesn't look that – I think they're 3-1. I don't know anything about but you just hear the name Oakland, and you know. I mean, yeah. those, those boys are, are going to be coming from a completely different time zone, but those dudes are going to be ready to play, and if you're not ready, I think they can really do something. They're notorious for having good guards with Felder, and then Kendrick Nunn came from there. Those dudes can play.
2: Yeah, I, I think they give people trouble every year. I mean, you, you got a team coming in from Oakland. I'm scared.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Do what you got to do. I mean,
2: Oakland's one of the scariest places in the entire world.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And, and they are not going to sit there and back down because um, Jalen Sticks-Smith is standing in the paint. They're going to go right at him. Now we'll see yeah, how, I mean, how Jalen responds to that. But They
2: got a 6'11 Brad Bretching just looking like a fucking animal.
1: I, I am a little bit worried about Oakland just because they do bring a different mentality in there, a no-fear mentality. Um Game predictions, take Oakland first half. I don't care if they're coming from a different time zone. They're going to come out firing. And Maryland is so slow starting, it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, these guys are from, from Oakland, Michigan. But still, the name Oakland in the title is scary. The only lock here is there might be a gun at the game. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Wait, are they from Oakland, Michigan? Absolutely. You got to be shitting me. I thought this was Oakland, Oakland. Oh, are you kidding me? No. They're from Michigan. Oh, but they're they gonna, do a hell
2: of a job of scaring the fuck out of people.
1: Dude, they're going to fuck it. Maryland's going to roll them. I, I thought they were from, from big boy Oakland. No. Oh, you got it. Not
2: no. even close. They In their dreams. Not even kind of.
1: Well, hang on. So did Kendrick Nunn come from this Oakland?
2: That I do not know, to be honest <laughs> with
1: you. Because <laughs> he
2: might have come from the Oakland.
1: I'm all confused now. Who did, who, where did Kay Felder go? He
2: went to the Oakland in Michigan.
1: No, fuck. No way. Yeah. Is there even an Oakland University?
2: There might not be. I don't know. They might not allow college in Oakland.
1: <laughs> Dude, you learn something new every single day. I thought these dudes were from California coming on a different time zone. Okay, change of pace. Lock of the week is Maryland covering Oakland, Michigan. What the hell is that? I thought they were coming from the Pacific.
2: Nope, not even kind of. I mean, I will say there still might be a gun at the game, but...
1: I thought Felder was from Cali.
2: Yeah, no, he's not. Uh, He probably wishes he was, but that boy went to school in Rochester, Michigan, plain and simple.
1: I'm shocked.
2: Yeah, I think you and half the country are on the same page
1: there. Moving forward to our locks of the week. Write this stuff down, because we're going to give you a lock that uh, I think you're going to need to bet the house.
2: I think we got Wake Forest plus 34 and a half this weekend. They're the real deal. They're not going to lose by 35. They'll probably lose, but not by 35.
1: Agreed. They are one of the highest-scoring offenses. They played like shit last week at Virginia Tech. But these dudes are actually really good. There is absolutely no chance Clemson beats them by 35. Hammer it. Pull out your wallets. Put a little extra on it. And when you get nervous... Put a little more on it. Speaking of college football, train. give me your four quickly, I mean, let's let's bounce this out.
2: Yeah, my four, I'm going to have to go with Ohio State. They've obviously proved they're worthy. Georgia, I think they're your sleeper team. They're in there. LSU, obviously, beat Alabama last week. They're in there as well. And I think we rounded out with Clemson. I think they're going to beat Wake Forest. Not by 35, but they're going to beat them. <laughs> they're going to finish out the season. And that's my four.
1: Yeah, I've got Ohio State, I have LSU, I have Clemson, and I have Bama. I actually think Georgia loses to Auburn this weekend. I don't think they're good enough to, to go into another big-time house and, and win again.
2: Yeah, I think you're crazy there. I think Wager of the Week.
1: Wager of the Week. Wager of the Week, people. We have Auburn, we have Georgia, I'm on Auburn, trains on Georgia, and that's, that's the Wager of the Week right there.
2: Yeah, Fromm's going to take it home. Fuck
1: you. And there's no chance Jake Fromm gets it done. Absolutely fucking none. I watched him play against Notre Dame live and in person this year. If, if the Irish can hang with them, believe me, they are not that good. However, we want to hear from the viewers. Send us a DM with your top four of who's going to make the college football playoff. If you get it right. Guess what? You're entered into a raffle for a signed Kevin Herter game-worn jersey. Um, and since we probably have 10 listeners at this point, it's probably a pretty good chance you're going to get it if you get all four teams right. So shoot us that DM, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there.
2: Go ahead and send us those DMs. We'll get you in the raffle. But that's not all. I mean, we're going to wrap it up here, but if you're doing something wild this weekend, let us know. Send us a DM. Send us a bar fight. I don't know. We'll shout you out. Things are going to get weird on this show. They're going to get pretty crazy. We're looking forward to
1: it. And that's it for this week. I'm Andrew Terrell. That's Nick Stewart. This is Tilted Bench Podcast. We got our towels swinging high and something else swinging low. We'll see you next week. 360. I woke up this morning, and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around threw ups and downs, you know i, I just and all my today and all
2: these look today and all we want to do is get by
0: today without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done